Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our second episode of PSITLOU. This is the show we recap the latest episodes of HBO's The Last of Us from uh, lovers of the game and newcomers to the show. I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Cinemania Live, we have Hannah. Hannah, hello. How are you? Hey. Uh, very good to have you here on week two of this uh, Last of Us recap show. We are also joined from the Cinemania World team and the Box Office Report show. Pulling in triple duty today, we have Larry. Larry, hello. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. It's very good to have you back here on this show today. And lastly, we are joined from the Cinemania World team and film producers. We have Josie. Josie, hello. How are you? Hello, thanks for having me back. Excited to discuss mushroom people. <laughs> mushroom people. I saw somebody describe the clickers like that earlier in the week, calling them crazy mushrooms, and I was like, I never thought of it like that. And then, it, but it totally makes sense. But yeah, if I were be Mario, into... I would be very suspicious of Toad. <laughs> um, it's like I just man, we'll get into it because I I love the way they kind of do all that in the show so we're getting into episode two of the last of us i think it was titled infected and of course we have everyone uh returning of course from the oh from the first show it's a continuation from the first episode of the ending of when joel kind of beats that poor old military fella to death and then they go into the city uh i just want to go around get everyone's thoughts on the episode after finishing up here i'll start with you hannah what did you think please don't uh- start crying Oh my god, please. I might. Um, (laughs) I think I said this when um, me and Larry finished. I think I might have liked that episode more than the pilot. Um, It just, it got me bad. And it probably just got me really bad because I'm someone who's played the game. And seeing everything um, just looks so accurate to the game. And all in kind of just filling in the gaps to all of that stuff in the first two hours of the game because it's so like gameplay heavy and just those gaps being filled and it being these like awesome conversations with Ellie, Joel, and Tess and oh my god yeah it was it was everything to me and just all the clicker stuff I was screaming I was screaming so bad during the whole episode it was so fucking scary to me (laughs) I can't, I can't watch this damn reaction, Larry. I don't know. You're about to be short. It was literally just me like screaming and crying the entire time. Did she? Did she? Did she use the weather girl mic, Larry? You about to be short of viewer, mm-hmm. man. I can't. Yeah, she showed you the weather girl mic. <laughs> Lord, I can't do it. Then Lynn Larry got to edit all that. Ooh, it's gonna be a mess. But, um, but yeah, I I I agree. I, I think I still like the pilot. I, I've the pilot is it's just oof. I don't know. Um. So, but the episode I thought was really good. Uh, let's go to you, Larry. What did you think about episode two? Oh yeah, I really loved episode two. It gave mm-hmm. me those like horror vibes. I was wanting everything in that museum was amazing. Though, Dwayne, was that yes. what the Bostonian museum really be looking like? Because it's a little raggedy. Like. Even you... before all the mold comes in, I'm like, "What is this little tiny museum?" Dude, it's a little dated. It is a little dated. I've been there before for, for, for some uh, field trips, and it's not a it's not like a fun field trip. I would say, right? For I'm like, like a damn, fifteen Boston. year old. Help the children. Boston was this is, ravaged. This is too much. 
Boston was ravaged. Like, can we breathe? Like, God damn, <laughs> what do you mean you was dropping bombs on us? Like, what, oh my you, what do you mean? Yo, so. first of all, let me just say, I loved the opening again. And when old oh, girl, these cold opens are when great. When he said, oh, what do you suggest? And she said, bomb everybody. I, was I can't shook. stand too late. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I love the horror vibes. I loved the aesthetic of the show. Like, the practical effects and the makeup work was amazing the set work and the production design is amazing the vfx were great um and yeah i i was not ready for that what happens with tess here uh so i was a little bit shook there as well to have this be going on so early in the show uh but it was it was a really great episode. It has me like hyped and ready for the next one already. I'm like, come on, HBO, drop me the third one. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good to. It's really satisfying to hear when someone who's completely like you know kind of doesn't know what's go what happens in the game kind of be surprised still. So I, I'm really happy to hear that you were still very surprised by what happens with Tess and. The show was going on, and I was like, man, are they going to end with the testing? It feels like the show is like pretty close to being done. But they do, and it's still sad. It's as, it's as sad as it was in the game. Although in the game, Tess is kind of... Tess is like really rough in the game. Like I me, mean, like she's like I was just telling Larry about this. I was trying to explain to him this is a much softer Tess. Yeah, I was I was I was like I wrote in my notes, I was like, it's kind of weird seeing like Tess Tess being so like motherly and like nice. Not not like nice, nice, but it's like the, compared it's to just... game test. Game test is an asshole. Like game yeah, test, yeah. Like, show show test is just exhausted. Yeah, game test. Like, like, she just wants to go to Fiji. Yeah, <laughs> and like game test is. I mean, show. Uh, yeah, game test is like fuck off, Joe. Go. And, like, <laughs> she's like you know fucking shooting up the damn. Because like what they did, they they switched it, which I liked a lot. Actually, I liked the change. I I don't know if I don't know if you guys watched the reel afterwards, but. They no, were talking about. They were nah, talking about. We were about, rushing over here. We were getting rushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for reels or nothing. We had to get over here. They, they they were talking about why they like the switch of uh, Tess sacrificing herself. She gets in the game. She gets shot up by the mm-hmm. Fedra, you know, by the military or whatever, because they're getting chased down in the game. But in this one, they changed it to the whole infected was coming after them which i liked it a lot more it was it was definitely giving me like cut from the hand um on the floor and the fungus coming up and then the transition to the other hand and then like all getting up to go run (laughs) i i was like i was i was like what the hell is happening when it was when it was first happening they talked about how he was like, oh, you know, it, it'll signal the other ones. And I was, at first I was like, why are all these mofos on the floor? they never on the floor in the <laughs> game. Can they stay on the floor in the video game so I can chill and, like, do my stuff? Right? But they, so I liked the whole thing of that. They kind of signal to the other yeah. infected that, hey, there's mofos. They, there's healthy mofos over here. We need them. We need them dead immediately so <laughs> i liked all of that so uh but let's go to you josie uh what did you think about episode two i mean i really like it it's i i forgot to mention this last week but i remember one of my coworkers just randomly mentioned that he saw the last of us mm-hmm. uh the first one the pilot and he was like it was okay <laughs> 
<laughs> and then watching this episode, I'm like, how how can anyone say the show is just okay? It's so good. Just the attention to detail. I love how um, newcomers to the show and the lore of the game are surprised, but I love how they're also still able to surprise people that are very familiar with the show. And that's why mm-hmm. I think it works. Because it's one thing to want to make it accurate enough for fans to also enjoy it. Yeah. But like to be able to still surprise them, it's great because it means that the lore is strong. It continues. You can still keep adding to it so it's never exhausted. I don't know, man. I like it. I thought it was a solid <laughs> episode. I I agree. I 100% agree. I think it, I think they clearly it's made the show is made with love but of course like there's some liberties taken but so much love you can tell it's like one of those things where some people are like i want to adapt that project because they want to like maybe it was just an impulse or they think it'll get them like a good opportunity whatever like recognition but this is this is someone that you can tell that was like um i want that like a fan (laughs) like please let me adapt this i have been playing this game i love it like let's do it and they actually want to honor it and it's true because like we have those adaptions you know adaptations of things that are like oh uh that ip is popular let's let's um let's let's adapt it exactly uh completely change everything about it and that's kind of what happens even now with Mm -hmm. some with some shows so I do like the fact that they are so connected to the video game still. And in the real afterwards, the show too, he, uh, Craig Mazin was talking about the creation of the clickers and how they spent so much time kind of perfecting the way they looked. And Craig was like, you know, I wanted gamers to be like, Ooh, that looks good. That's that, that looks like the clickers. And then he was like, I wanted people who were new to be like, what the fuck is that? And, and stuff. So I thought that was all, done really well the way they perfected the look of those it's like tension leading up to the actual reveal of one it's Mm -hmm. they keep they keep them out of frame for uh like a minute or so and they're just like you can see ellie joel and tess just kind of prepping and you can see just like little bits of the clickers but they're you know still out of frame and then when you get cut to like the full one and it's the jump scare oh my god Especially, I also liked. I also liked the tension buildup of when they first get in there and they're kind of speaking freely. Yeah, and then yeah. Joel realizes, oh shit! Like there's clickers in here, and that's when they're like telling Ellie to shut the hell up <laughs> because <laughs> they can't. You know, they they can't see. They can only hear. And I'm so glad that they brought the people who do the voice for the clickers and the games back to the show because uh, at first they just sounded like like. They sounded like screeching monsters. And I was like, but I don't hear the click yet. And then I finally started hearing the clicks. And I was like, ooh, this is good. I I was just playing Last of Us Part 1 today. And I encountered a couple of them. So I, I thought it was so perfect the way they did it. Um, but I want to go into the cold open again. These openings, I don't know what's going on. But these are, <laughs> these are fresh, original yeah. openings. And they yeah. are so good. No, like, like, again, it was when so you good. Can- when you guys were saying about the bomb, I I can't remember for the life of me what I thought she was gonna say, but it was sure as hell wasn't bomb. Yeah, <laughs> right? literally. We were I was sure. like, oh my god. Oh, man, she said, genocide, please, genocide yeah. for one country. Thank you. Um, yeah, because usually you think like, oh, we have to close off the city, blah blah blah. She was yeah, like, no, yeah. exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> as quick as you, she was like as quick as you can too. So I thought that was great. Yeah, I, I mean, really 
it's just, it's really insane to just see how much they're putting into the lore of the infection because yes. we, it's never, it's never covered in the game like this at yeah. all. The most we get in the mm-hmm. game about it is we find it in like little notes um, that you find at the end of the game in the hospital um, yep. or like on a little recording where a doctor is talking about it very briefly. Um, right. I say a doctor, uh, the doctor, um, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it has Craig Mazin's DNA all over it from Cherry. Yeah. It does. No, and, like, the best part is, uh, the same way that we were talking about it last week. Yeah. That the exposition never feels overwhelming. Each no. time we get a little bit of exposition, a little bit of lore. Like, I like that they divided it, because we could have found all of this out in the first episode, but it's nice yep. to have it as a cold open, the same way that it was in the first one. Because you get it out of the way, it's a good way to get people anxious <laughs> and but also you're giving them information and like yeah. you get people invested it's not overwhelming it's not an info yeah. dump like you are going because i mean um the moment where she cuts up the body and she freaks out that's a perfect way to like and then when she says bomb it's you immediately know like <laughs> wow um, <laughs> we're fucked for the rest of the season huh Yes. It, it's also very scary too because it does remind you of our pandemic that we just gone through because yeah. and the fact that it's in 2023. <laughs> yeah, and and it's it's the fact that it started off with like what did they say like 14 people and then as soon as she realized yeah. where everybody was. She, yeah, she's like, where are they? And they're like, um, I don't um, know. Well, about that. And she's like, well, she sets down the teacup in her hands. Yeah, dude, she, 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 she oh, was Lord. like, she's like, bruh. You she was ready to leave and get to her <laughs> family. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go see my family now. Yeah. Um, see y'all in hell. That, was, that shit was so scary. It was so good, though, because... They set it up that they st- there's still more that they have to they have to not explain but there's you can tell there's still more that they want to explain about the lore about about everything but we we got the hints of Joel uh, Joel Sarah and Tommy in the beginning of the show on on the pilot none of them were eating flour. So that kind of became a thing throughout the week as far as like the whole yeah. flour and grains and shit. And then they yeah. finally, they, they said it in the show that it started at the uh, factory. And I'm just like that. But they still keep, they still keep the lore kind of open when they're like, who bit, who bit her? Like, you know, the woman who went crazy. So it's going to be very interesting to see like where they go with that. But I thought the opening again was man. Craig is cooking because these openings are have been, <laughs> these, these openings have been they they've been so good they've been so yeah. so good. So and then you see really that little tantro living on its own when she pulled it out of that woman's throat. It was yeah. She freaked out. <laughs> The uh, thing that got me bad was when they just sliced a little bit of the skin open and all you could see was the, the white inside. Oh. Ah! Ew, I hated it so bad. That shit makes me itch, bro. Yo, when she cut her leg, I was like, yo, don't show me that shit squirming in there, please. At least. <laughs> yeah. And then they showed kind of a little bit and I started grabbing my leg and I'm like, what's that, what's that spot on my leg right there, bro? Oh, <laughs> now tell was... me, though, why me and Hannah were um, 
you know, brought back down to earth within the first cold open. We saw brief nudity in the subtitles. <laughs> said, Wait, what? What y'all thought? Who thought y'all was? Who y'all think well, was we be didn't new? really y'all think stop. it was gonna be all Pedro, but we hoped. We, <laughs> we hoped, and then We're it was old girl on the on the table. I yeah. thought it was a. I thought it was gonna uh, gonna be a clicker because there's naked clickers in the game. Yeah, there is. I thought it was gonna be that. I was like, oh, okay, they gotta have like a, a clicker with a nipple. No, me and Larry were being hopeful. <laughs> We, we, we're trying to hold out hope. We knew, especially with those cutaways in episode one, we're like, it ain't gonna happen. But you know, yeah. we let us have a little bit of hope every now and again. So, <laughs> immediate. So, 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 like again, immediately after the the pilot last week, I had to see more of like Craig's. You know, I had to go back and watch Chernobyl for the first time, um, and I'm almost done. I didn't finish it, but. Yeah, I'm definitely seeing like his fingerprints all over these openings because they feel so tension heavy. They feel the score is like very eerie and scary and stuff. And it just makes you really itchy before you get to the actual episode, like, you know, following the characters. So I don't know how they're going to open up the next show, but these are two for two for me as far as getting you pumped up to watch the rest of the uh, show here because I thought the opening here was really, really good. Um, and then going into the episode, they kind of start off with them all. This is why I didn't really, this is why I didn't really buy anybody who was complaining about how quick the whole, like, oh, look at her bite, Joel, in the first episode. I was like, dude, it's a show. They gotta, they're gonna do that the next episode. Like, you think they're just gonna, like, just be walking and, like, nothing's gonna happen and they're not gonna ask any, ask Ellie any questions about her bite or whatever like that. But that's how they start. They start the episode with them kind of interrogating Ellie. I thought that was all really good. Uh, what do you think about the ep- the uh, opening as far as the uh, the first couple of minutes, Larry? I'll, go, I'll start with you first. Yeah, I love it. I love the, the banter. It's just like the library is constantly open between <laughs> Ellie and Joel specifically just be reading each other back and forth. Tess getting jealous over that chicken in the sandwich. Um, but what the hell no, are you rubbing on I, over there? I was crying. <laughs> she was she was pressed. She was like, wait a minute, you got chicken in there? What's it was going the on? Line of um, Tess being like, "Oh, is that chicken?" And then Ellie goes, "Yeah." Uh, Marlene said she got it from smugglers, and then she's like, "Obviously not you guys." <laughs> oh, I don't even. I don't yeah. even know what they were chewing on. I was like, "What are y'all chewing on?" Because that looks. Yeah. That shit looks sorry compared to poor Ellie. Poor, I know she got her Ellie's little sandwich. sandwich. She was grabbing in her little. Marlene bed. hooked her up. <laughs> right, she's oh. like, "Nah, I got my own in my bag. I don't need whatever y'all are eating." Shit, I'm good. <laughs> um, but I just that shit was dry. What they was eating? Sheesh. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just I think it was a um, because we got some of Ellie obviously in the second half of the first episode, but I think this episode right. really kind of fleshed her out more and like her personality and who she is as a character and that all started right there in that opening scene and it kind of started off their relationship and obviously really established Joel's skepticism of everything but I'm glad Tess was there to be like look bro it doesn't matter what we believe all that really matters Mm. is what they believe so if we get her there they're going to give us what we want so what like what's the point let's just do it let's go right um so i just think it set up all three of their dynamics really well i do too and i loved the uh i love this scene where they're they obviously okay before i get into that i i gotta talk about the production design fuck man the production design is really good and they were a whole like a lot of the production, a lot of the uh, 
these kind of shots and areas they were kind of holding it from the marketing i mean especially this this week they were showing a lot more for, for the marketing of this episode but i'm talking about like months ago yeah uh the the, the tilted building up close would looked really good all of i think the way boston looked all ravaged and stuff like that i thought it looked really really well done um especially next to the video game too because there's a lot of moments in the game where you can just walk anywhere that's kind of like why i elongate these games so much because i check everything check every crevice every room and i really like the fact that they actually do spend some time in showing different areas of downtown i would say kind of all messed up like there was a couple of restaurants of course they go into the hotel which they did that scene and i was like that scene feels kind of that little back and forth dialogue hannah i think it was like i think it's like it's five hours six yeah so i was like it's during spring when we get that yeah so (laughs) so i was like oh my god they're already doing this dialogue when he's when he says you're a weird kid that's that's like again word for word that's what they say in the game together when you go into some hotel actually i lied i don't think it's spring i can't remember when it is but it's it's like i think it's the summer i think it's summer before you get into winter right before winter yeah uh and i thought that was so so fall actually but i thought that was i thought that was all really really cool as far as they're back and forth again uh and then we got we get more into kind of obviously introducing to the clickers so I'll, I'll go to you, Larry, because as, as someone who just has no idea about the video game, what do you think about the monster, like the actual clicker, like how that was all done? Like, how did that make you feel when you was watching? Uh, I mean, I thought they were cool. I think, uh, again, I don't really know what the lore is in the game for them to look like that. But again, having it be some sort of fungi growth makes a lot of sense for this design because uh, yeah. it does look a whole lot like a, a out-of-control mushroom type of creature. So <laughs> I think this new lore of the fungi makes a whole lot of sense with these clicker designs. Uh, and I loved the prosthetic work again and the practical mm-hmm. effects and the makeup that they did on them. I mean, they looked amazing. And the acting, I'm the, we were talking about it in our reaction, how nice mm-hmm. it is to have them be practical and not CGI because the actors who were p- portraying them just did such a good mm-hmm. job, like with the movements and the creepy body horror aspects of it all. It's and, just something that you lose with CGI. Yeah, and they looked amazing. They were creepy, they were cool, and yeah, they were definitely intimidating, that's for sure. And that whole <laughs> that whole sequence in the museum was probably my favorite sequence of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I will say, Hannah, I think the whole spores thing, I think I've gotten over it. Oh, I'm definitely over it. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you watch that video I sent you guys? Which video? No. Okay, so I sent one to the Cinemania World chat real quick, um, where Craig was basically explaining that um they actually interviewed scientists and everything and biologists, etc., for the lore of the show, in addition to what they already have from the video game. So they eliminated mm-hmm. the spores because if this were airborne, like, for example, COVID, right. everyone would have to be wearing masks all the time. Like 24-7, um, right? Yeah, yeah because sense. basically, yeah. especially, like, COVID is different. This is something way more infectious. Everyone will be infected instantly, and that would that would be, like, you would write yourself into a corner. So essentially, that's why they got rid of it. 
Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense too. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I and, like and, and, the fact. I mean, I think they're they're handling it well without it. So well, I think <clears> it <throat> adds a lot more um, dynamic visuals to the show than spores could. Yeah, and we can see um, his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of the body horror is just it's so just scary <laughs> that's like it feels so just ugh, like you feel it in your stomach when you're watching it and i don't think that you could get that with spores definitely not so i'm enjoying the change i'm enjoying the change too i'm, I'm enjoying the initially going into the show and people were like oh it's tendrils i was like bro what and the, but seeing it and stuff and seeing it in, in action and the way they're doing <laughs> it and the way they're connecting it all together i think it's really good especially when the especially like like you guys brought up when they when they peel some of the the fungus out of the the dead lady's the poor dead lady's mouth it's like still moving inside of her too so i'm wondering if like does it die eventually when the when the host is dead or like how that how that kind of works but i liked the way i like the way that was all done and the fact that they're still doing the thing with the same thing like what happens to the nana and when the nana like was the the tendrils was like hanging out of her mouth that happens again at the end of this episode which we'll get into but i thought that was all that was all just done really really well um but then going to you hannah as far as regarding the way we kind of get into the clickers what did you think about all of that like just the setup and and everything and the scene itself the action because we finally get our first glimpse of action in this episode Oh yeah, it was it was it felt like I was like actually playing the game for a minute. Uh <laughs> when they when they were down on their knees and just walking around. Uh mm. but yeah, I really enjoy uh first of all the kind of change that was made to cuz I know that Ellie and Tess get separated from Joel and that's, you know, how you assume uh Tess gets bit during that moment, but um Ellie and Joel are together while Tess is on her own, and she's that's when you can assume she gets bit. Um, but when she's yeah. fighting that one clicker by herself, yeah. Or, <laughs> but know. oh my god, there this one uh shot really got me. It was when Joel uh, was against the wall and it uh, really closed in on his face, and then oh, you see yeah. him look around the corner and it's just there. Oh my god, it was so good. Um, yeah, I think just the tension of this episode as a whole is so good. And I think uh, I also, I love that scene because in that moment too, when the score, it gets really quiet and all you hear is the click. And that's how, that's like your, that's your kind of telling that it's right next to him. And I thought that was, I just thought that was done really well. Cause, cause again, like if you're a player of the game, you're expecting, you're expecting uh, Joel to get separated from from Tess and Ellie, but that's not what happens. They're all kind of still in the same room and area, but just Tess is on one side and Joel and Ellie are kind of on the other side. So um, I like I liked all that too, and just the way that they kind of never tell Ellie what's happening until like shit hits the fan inside the entire you know inside. Tess the, uh, tries, room. and that's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes of the episode is just Tess taking that minute to sit like explain yeah and just be like you know you you're you might be immune but you can still get you know torn apart the part mm-hmm. uh yeah. and her just being like i'm serious uh and just having that little small moment with her and that's just another 
uh, thing that adds to just like the maybe softer side of tests that we didn't get to see in the game and just having like all this downtime because of just how gameplay heavy that first like two hours of the game are um so literally all of this other than tess's death was very new uh to anyone who's played the game which i mean and it's all excellent i mean i loved just how much downtime we got with um joel and ellie specifically um and just how good pedro and um bella's chemistry is um and i i'm probably gonna say, sound like a broken record uh reviewing it every week but bella mm-hmm. is so fucking good in this role she, uh they're killing it and it it literally made me cry just watching them not even doing anything in particular just watching them be funny and be ellie it made me fucking ball my eyes out because how real it was (laughs) we were talking about that opening scene Dwayne. she told me i was like like when they walked out of that first room uh into the city bawling what I just I don't I, I don't know no, Larry you about to, I'm, I can't do that I can't do that reaction um, bro it just means a lot to me <laughs> it means a lot to me to see just my one of my favorite characters of all time be just so right I guess it it was a lot you ball in two <laughs> Josie or what Josie's <laughs> <laughs> no I I have yet to cry. <laughs> I've yet to cry. Like, I don't Ooh, know. She I, said, my... kill Tess. Get her again. <laughs> no. I did feel bad, though, because, I mean, you know, she was gonna bite the dust eventually because, I mean, the entirety of the game, when it's promoted, it's like, yeah. you know, Joel and Ellie. But just the entire emotion she brought to that scene was very well done. It was I- good, too. I knew I knew Tess was leaving pretty early, but it just it makes me so sad that we got to say bye to Anna Torv. Yeah, Anna I didn't expect so it to happen bad. like now. I don't know why I was expecting like maybe episode. Three, I knew it happened. But episode now. two was like, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I was like, I was. It felt like I kept looking at the time, and I know HBO like usually is like, oh, ten minutes. Uh, for the for everything you know after the credits and stuff like that so i i was looking at the time i'm like are they gonna push this as to episode three as far as the test the test death but then i'm watching her and she's limping and she's and i was like oh, okay yeah they're gonna do it right here <laughs> and then they go they go into the whole thing uh getting into all that so massive differences is it, it kind of the set design looks the same i would say like the video game is very you know that very open space uh, they so the massive difference is that obviously we talked about it how it's the soldiers that are hunting them down kind of and uh, Tess tells Joel to take Ellie because you know she shows him the bite the dialogue and that scene was like that was like straight from the game when he when Ellie's the one who kind of calls out that she's infected and then Joel just says show me and then she oh, and yeah. she shows him the bite it's in the same spot too she says oops and everything too yeah she's the same dialogue and I, thought, I was like okay great great and then it's kind of crazy just how well they're working the actual dialogue in the game into these scenes because it doesn't feel like clunky or and it's not heavy handed yeah, or anything no. like that too I, I agree so um, that's why I really hate Twitter sometimes because Ooh. I think it's really does a disservice to take a clip and be like, oh, the, the whole show is about the game. What's new? Are you watching? 
<laughs> or you're just looking at a clip because I really cannot stand that. Because like, like you said last week, Hannah, you're like, oh, only like ten to fifteen minutes is like straight out of the game. The entire episode is new, and that's what this episode is too. It's I mean, like it's a lot of it's very new. Smaller here. I mean, there's like maybe five minutes that are actually from the game here. Not. Yeah. It's so brief, and anyone who is watching the show, I mean, I'm sure that Larry can speak to that. Um, as somebody who hasn't played the game, I'm. Sh- there's no doubt in my mind that they watch the show and they can't be like, oh yeah, that's like where we're stopping and it's from the game. No, it feels like it's so seamlessly, you know, woven into the show. And I just, I don't see the issue. It's, (laughs) I don't know. It just don't, It, it, it works in the game. It works in the show. It's the show as a whole is doing way more than what the game ever did for, First of all, Tessa's character. Second of all, the dynamic between um, Ellie and Joel, at least in this part of the game. You know, it's it's a ridiculous argument. I I I agree, and I so so going back into this, they so I thought initially that Tess was like you know the zombies or you know the runners or whatever they're coming. So I was like, okay, so Tess is gonna like gun a little bit of them. She gonna like go crazy, balls to the wall, like blow some of them up before she dies. But no, um, I really like what they did here because she is trying to blow this shit up, but the lighter's not working. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to watch her get like torn apart by these damn yeah. things. And initially, what they're doing is they're running past her, and I is I presume that that they they're running past her because she's already got that thing in her already. So I was like, okay, so that's why they're that's why they're running they're running past her or whatever. She's like one of them now, I guess, in a way. But then one of them stops and he looks ridiculous. This poor bloke has like shit coming out of the side of his head. Then he kind of goes up to her. I'm like, oh, he's gonna tear her apart. But they kind of like kiss in a way. <laughs> oh, Lord. And initially I was like, what the fuck? But I was like, you know, this is this is good. Good yeah. shit. So he basically puts the fucking nasty shit in her and she finally gets the lighter to work and it blows the shit up. And um, I like the way that that was all done. I like the ending of it. I like the shot of Ellie like behind, yeah. right in front of the flames. And oh stuff. my God. I love the final yeah, shot good shit. so much. Good shit. But yeah, good the shit. funny thing is that she could have just like, even if it was sputtering, she could have just put it against the gasoline and would have had the same yeah, effect but i'm like okay you guys you just want to be dramatic as well. <laughs> initially i was, I was like i was like shoot it i was like she could that spark will light it like they don't light that gasoline or grab a grenade there were all them grenades I yeah like, i was like one of those or she had a gun and i was like shoot that shit yeah, and then like, like you any spark that, girl but, you don't know, have to be a full shock. flame maybe it's just shock and she's i don't know oh for sure it. Yeah. I, I don't know why she let him. I'm like, no, even if I knew I was dying, even if I was infected, I'm not letting that nasty ass come up and do that to me. <laughs> Hell no. Um, I think yeah. it was probably more she, that's an easier death than getting torn apart. <laughs> nah, Hannah yeah, would have made out with if, him. She would have been like, let me feel the tandrils. <laughs> let me get some. No. <laughs> if she tried to go fight it, it definitely yeah, would be more exactly. gruesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I did like the the way they kind of changed stuff around. So uh yeah, overall I thought I thought the episode again is really, really good. I'm so excited for episode three. How do we all feel about three, the connectivity thing? Like since it is a fungal I liked it. Like a fungal infection. So plants obviously sense. are interconnected. 
And yeah, you so can probably get the research. It, it, it takes getting used to, at least for me, because I'm just not used to it. And it's, but but she did. She drops the line of like, oh, there's it's underground too, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, because initially, when the first, when the episode, when they first show the infected all gathered and yeah, on the floor, I, I was, I was like, confused. I didn't say anything, on? but I was, I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the hell is happening here? Are they okay? And they're just on the floor and they're squirming all around." And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then um, it was kind of like, "Hey, we're just like hibernating over here until some." I mean, some it makes sense happens, because they probably have to use so much energy to like control these bodies. And also just the way the fungus works as a system, it, like, it makes sense. The part, too, that was really interesting, I don't know if they did, they, well, they did do it on purpose, but oh. I guess there, there has to be some kind of connection to the sun and fungi, because anytime the sun reflection was hitting them, they would start, like, squirming and going crazy. Oh, yeah. So I was like, like, what is that? It's kind of explained in the um, first uh, cold open of the pilot of when he was talking about how fungus can't survive in, you know, um, in more than 94 degrees or something like that. And then Mm -hmm. that's when he drops the, what if the world got warmer? How would they adapt? So, Yeah. yeah. So... I noticed that that shot, when they first uh, show all of them together, I noticed that, yeah, anytime the sun would hit, though, they would fucking say, ah, what the fuck is going on? I just did did some quick Googling, and yes, um, solar radiation (laughs) can, like, actively kill fungus. Oh, see, so they they're fucking good at this shit. You know what I mean? Like they, <laughs> they did their research. They're like. good at this shit because I was like, mm, they did that on purpose, didn't you? I saw it. I saw them squirming oh. every time the sun hit them. I thought I thought it was really good. I thought that was that that stuff was really good. But, but that adds like an extra thing too because I'm gonna be. I was like nervous throughout the episode. I'm like, shit. If they step on like a little fungus or a little mushroom on the ground, it's gonna yeah, like right. alert. Like, ooh, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a yeah. Wrap. No, and that's also why they usually. Like fungus, you'll find it in like dark, moist corners, yeah. and that and usually when you Ooh. find these, nasty. like the clickers, they were inside the building. Yeah, that's nasty, bro. Anyway, um, one change here as well too that they do is that I okay, so they initially Tess is like take take her to Tommy's, is what she says, right, Hannah? Instead yeah. of in the in this in the show she it's tells take him her to, to take, Bill and Frank. take her to Bill. So I'm I'm interested to see what they do with Bill and F- Frank's story because Bill is very like do not come in my freaking town. <laughs> if you think so... that Joel's an asshole, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so, uh, wait. <laughs> so I was like, so I'm like, how are they? What she? I mean, what are you? Listen, Bill don't want but nobody listen, in this town. But so listen. I'm <laughs> We they know Bill and Frank as Bill and Frank in the game. Joel mm-hmm. refers to Bill as Bill, so there is no, Joel had there no idea Frank, yeah. of Frank. So I'm wondering what that dynamic is gonna be like. Because yeah. when we meet Bill, Bill is very much like sourpuss, like loner, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, right. And we get to learn. Y- yes, Larry. Um, <laughs> we get no to bullshit, learn, Larry. Um, He's literally like he not really coming to my house. <laughs> He's literally like on the walls before you get. It's, mm-hmm. it's, all, it's all of a setup. On the walls before you get to Bill. He's like, I will not protect you. Please leave. And then the other thing on the <laughs> yeah. walls, like, I, will sh- I will shoot on sight. <laughs> New favorite <laughs> character incoming. <laughs> Literally, literally, I mean, he it leaves. is. It is Nick Offerman. 
literally he leaves infected alive so that they can scare people away it's like that's how he's an an asshole traps set around his town like literally playing the game and you could walk over like a tripwire and like explode it's so fucking fucking ridiculous (laughs) he's so extra for no reason so i I feel like they're not gonna make it that hardcore but i mean we'll see Hmm. we'll see what they because because that little real of the episode was like it is he didn't he doesn't seem too kind of fuck you joel what are you doing here you know he's like he, I, want, so, I want ellie and um bill to have their banter like they do in the yeah game. when I he's really like he, he hates ellie so i'm he really excited to, when, he, <laughs> when when they get into that I'm, I'm really curious to see how they kind of adapt it and change some stuff when they get to the next, the next episode. So, and if I say around, he would be real if he like forced Joel to strip down so he could investigate um, before he <laughs> let him in the property, yeah. then what? Well, listen, <laughs> listen, he doesn't make them strip down, but when uh, they do get a moment to breathe, the first thing he does, he's like, get on your knees, both of them. <laughs> he does. Oh. He does. <laughs> Larry. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> all right so i'll get some final thoughts on the episode here and kind of what, what we're looking forward to as far as next week goes um i will start with you josie any final thoughts on episode two i really like this episode i'm a little bit scared since we get these sporadic moments with uh the infected that i yeah. hope people don't start complaining about that because i do like the human aspect that the show brings forward because it does give you the clickers and all those moments for the thrills and i know you you know like fan service but in the best way this is yummy fan service this is good fan service um i just hope people don't get tired of the human moments because i think that's what makes this show so good and stand out from the rest because i mean walking dead is very much about like whoa like what happens when we lose humanity etc right but i feel like this one really takes it to heart and brings that heart forward so i'm enjoying myself i think we didn't lose any momentum we're still hitting it out of the park they're still doing their little home runs and i'm excited for next week yeah i i I agree 100 percent. i love that there seems to be a great there seems to be a great amount of balance with the show as far yeah. as it's the not human too overwhelming moments. because I mean the moments what I like about the show is that it is well paced because if you give us just action all the time, I'm gonna be upset because they're actually really good at building tension and momentum and I get so anxious because they're so good at creating again that tension. So I I, I need my rest in between. I need my hot to not worry. <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's go to you uh hannah any final thoughts uh on this episode um please don't cry i won't cry (laughs) yeah it's just it's feeling all too real and just it's so surreal to see all of these iconic things from the game actually um come to the screen in live action and just be as faithful and just capture the spirit of the game so well um, and especially with um, Bella and Pedro, who are doing amazing jobs. Um, yeah, it's just, it's still a lot. I can't wait to, I'm, I'm ready for more hurt, basically. <laughs> I'm ready for more hurt. Um, okay, Larry, how about you? Your final thoughts on the episode today? 
Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I feel like the first episode did a great job of laying all of the groundwork and really setting us up well so that this episode, although it does have a lot more, you know, those human moments, it definitely had more like forward momentum and more of those thrilling moments that maybe people were expecting when they saw like the premise of the show. I don't know, but it really worked for me. The horror mixed with the kind of action adventure stuff is also really nicely balanced. And I just really enjoyed this. I loved how it ended. RIP Tess, but at least you went out like a G. So I I really liked episode two. Tess was cooked, man. Literally. God damn. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah i i i uh i agree with all of you guys i think the the show's getting better and better i can't wait to binge it like when it's done oh yeah like, in, a, in like a month or two those cold opens like, are gonna next... hit differently right like i know i'm gonna binge it after like two months when the finale is done i know hannah's gonna do it like the next day or week, <laughs> but i i i cannot wait to like binge the show and uh it's been a fun ride, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where else we get into. It looks like the third episode is when we get when we kind of get into Bill and Frank, and then we're gonna get more. We're gonna get more of Ellie and Joel, just them together, because this is gonna be the first episode of just them alone. So I'm um, so excited to see to to, to see where we go. Uh, all right, everyone, that is it for this episode of PSITLOU. I really appreciate you guys all for listening. I'll go around, good everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Larry. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me over on YouTube where you can watch Hannah and I do reactions as we watch the show for the first time each and every week over at Chili Boy Productions. You can also find me on Instagram at Chili Boy Productions and Twitter at Chili Boy YT. All right, and let's go to you, Hannah. Uh, Average Entertainment on Twitter. All right, and you, Josie. At the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterbox, and again, thank you for having me again on PS It's such a cute name. Isn't it? <laughs> Dwayne thought of it, and he was like, "Okay, you can tell it's me, but it's stupid." He literally no. thought I was gonna be like, "Oh my god, ew!" I was like, "Dwayne, that's literally <laughs> the cutest shit ever." Oh what do you mean, <laughs> bro, no, bro? I hit you I up at like it. two a.m. I had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I hit up Hannah like it was at 2 out of nowhere. And I had one eye open. I said, yeah, what you think about this title? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. but um, All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemedia World. Uh, schedule for, for us. We had three shows today. Our missing review, the box office report, both with Larry and I. And then, of course, this show here. Our next show is probably going to be Wednesday to talk about the goddamn Oscar. Ooh nominations <laughs> i am not looking forward to them but mm. we'll see what happens and mm. that is it everyone <laughs> uh thank you guys for listening my name is Dwayne. that was josie hannah and larry we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye